Welcome to The Real Deal with Jen Costa, your podcast for all things spiritual, where I take you along on my journey through life, and we talk about mediumship, all things woo, and everything in between. Let's get started. All right, friends, so welcome back, and boy, do I have a story for you this week. Um, my life, that is the story. <laughs> it um, has been quite a week since Tuesday. Tuesday, I released my last podcast. Everything was good. I was getting some love from it. And it everything just felt like good. Now, my job for a while has been feeling like it was declining. I knew the time was coming where I was eventually going to leave And well, let me tell you, that came sooner than later, because as of Thursday, I no longer work there by choice. And it is now Monday, so it has been, let's see, four days, and I am recording this. So you have it fresh, and I also, because of everything that happened, which I'm going to go into, I am a little sick, uh, recovering from all of this nonsense. It actually, I do believe, contributed to me getting sick. So bear with me if my voice sounds weird, or I'll be cutting a lot, I'm sure, of clearing my throat, because I am definitely feeling it still. So to go into it, Tuesday, released my last podcast, talking about the Egypt trip, things are good, I'm getting like feedback from people I know, and then my week at work starts to get a little crazy. And I'm not going to go into all the details that happened, because I don't think it's necessary. Maybe one day I will, but right now... (laughs) where it's only been like a hot minute, I'm going to respect the privacy of some other people who, who knows, may end up listening to this at some point. So basically what ends up happening is I'm at work and I come across some information and I decide I'm going to bring it up to my new boss. Because if you know me, I don't stand for anything that isn't on the up and up. I'm very like straight shooter. Let's just call a spade a spade, work through things, and keep going and be a good person in the meantime. That's kind of like I have a very high level of integrity. And so some things went down at work and I brought them up. And later that afternoon, two of my teammates, I would say probably two or three hours later, were immediately laid off. And that was because directly of what I said. And I did not get them laid off. I guess that was what was going to happen in the future anyway. Basically, we just had to move it up because we found out. And the way it went about and everything that happened surrounding it really left me with a bad taste in my mouth. And the last probably month, two months, things had been steadily declining anyway. So I knew eventually this day would come, but I didn't see it coming this quickly and this harshly. So... It was a bit sad, a bit surprising because initially when I took this job, it was freelancing and I took it full time to work with someone who I knew very well and who I worked well with. And through the two years that I worked at this place, we were able to create an incredible team, which is also a really great part of this because I didn't think in a corporate job that this kind of team And the camaraderie and the support and the connection we had was actually possible. So for me, that was an amazing learning experience. 
And then when my boss left, I felt almost responsible for them. I mean, I was, I'm the oldest person anyway there, but I also felt responsible because I've lived a lot of life. I have no problem standing up to people who I feel have done wrong or who are out of line and calling them out on it. I actually honestly like that position because I'm not the person who's just going to sit back and get walked over. So I know not everyone can do that. And part of me, I think, actually enjoys that or actually accepts it. I don't know if I enjoy it because it's usually a lot of work and it's somewhat taxing. So after this all happened, after my teammates were let go, I was not very happy about how it was handled. And I understand people get laid off and I understand all of the things that come with that. And I can respect that, but I also do believe there's a way to do things humanely with compassion. You know, even when you do a hard thing like that, it's not easy, but there are ways to do it and ways not to do it. And what happened, in my opinion, was the way not to do it. So at that point, I had had enough. I was beyond my breaking point of this is the straw that broke the camel's back. So I had decided by the end of that day that the next day I was done. I was going to quit. So I called in my family, (laughs) which is what we do. So I called my sister who works in HR, just ran things by her and was like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm being rational, right? Because I've never in my life quit a job, cold turkey, and just walked away. And she was like, nope, I, I totally would understand you doing that. This makes sense. And my family members are very like me. We do what's right. We're on the up and up. And we do not appreciate when people do the opposite. And then I called my other sister, who was like, absolutely, totally get it hey, when you quit, I think you should ask for severance also. And now at first I was a little wired because I was very uh, unhappy. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, th- And I was thinking about how much that would take to write that properly because that's like, you have to word things correctly. And I'm like, I don't have it in me right now. I'm just like exhausted from this. Like, And it was like two days worth of this nonsense. So I thought about it. And after I calmed down for a little while and that night, I was like, you know what? Let me try this. And I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but there's an AI app called ChatGBT. And I was like, let me see, how do I word this? So I typed in what I asked it to write. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is super, super helpful. So I wrote that and I added in some specifics. So it was applicable to me and decided that the next day, whether I get a severance or not, I'm done. And I don't recommend this to people. So let me say that out first. I do not recommend that you go up and quit your job. I know my situation. Um, I talked about it with my partner. Even before then, I kind of had decided though. So, but she knows me. She knows if I'm this fed up, it's done. Like I am much better off leaving than walking around in this type of situation. Plus I wouldn't, I just can't at this point. It's more like, I just need you to support me. I'm going to do something crazy, but we'll be okay. I'm also the kid who's never not worked since I was like 11. So like even me today having a day off and Friday, I'm like, well, I got to get stuff going, even though I kind of have stuff going. So in that aspect, my partner was not totally worried, but she's like, do what you need to do to be sane and stay sane and like 
be good. So the morning comes that I'm going to resign. So it's Thursday morning. And I send my letter of asking for severance. And it's worded very politely because I'm not irresponsible, right? I'm going to do it still with respect because I am not going to go to a level of, you know, F you, you did this. I don't respect you, this and that. No, I'll go in and play the game to see if I can get what I need to get for me. And they said, no, we can't do that. I talked with a woman and she said, we can't lay you off because of X, Y, and Z. And I said, that's fine. And then she said, we'd really like you to stay. Would you take the weekend to think about it? And I said, yes. And then I stopped and I said, actually, no. (laughs) Because in my heart, I already knew. It was over. I had decided. I said, actually, I'm not going to because I'm done. I can't at this point. And I already know I'm not going to stay. And I honestly couldn't think of working Friday there. So she was like, I understand. Um, Are you going to give two weeks notice? And I said, no. There was zero hesitation right there. And I have never in my life not given two weeks notice. And I have had a job on the books since I was 16. And I'm 42 now. This is the only time in my life I have not given two weeks notice. And it was taking its toll on me. All, the whole day I had done this, I was like internally shaking. And I don't usually get like this. So it really like put me out. And I definitely think that is part of what you know contributed to getting me sick. So I honestly think they were shocked. But I didn't care at this point because the place was so far gone from when I started two years ago. and so vastly different that I had to just move on and do what was right for me. So years ago, before I took this job, maybe seven plus years ago, I worked in another company and I was in a very toxic environment. However, I was also in a very difficult position. I had just gotten divorced. I changed careers. I had to sell my house and move out to an apartment. So I took the first job that came and it ended up being this toxic job. And I stayed there for almost three years. And then towards the end, basically, I got pushed so hard that I ended up having to write up my boss with a two-page letter to HR about all the inappropriate behavior that she had. And I ended up getting a promotion from that. And we used to share an office. And because of that, they made her leave the office. So then it was just my office. And then at some point, I asked them for... My daughter had needed some specific therapy, like anxiety therapy and things like that. And I asked them just to change the hours on two days a week so I could get her to an appointment in Boston, which I would have to fight traffic all the way in. And their reaction was, well, how long is this going to be for? Like it was an inconvenience to them. And as soon as that happened, I was like, that was it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, I'm done. And I quit, gave my two weeks notice and was like, I don't know what will happen, but I will figure it out. And at that point, which is a wild story that maybe I'll go into more specifically one time, but I was initially starting to hear spirit and I was not attending development classes. I had no idea what was happening, but I was getting like physical yeses and nos with like my hands. And I would ask them like, are you sure I'll be okay if I leave? And I would get like a yes. And of course I'm sitting there going, well, are you sure? Because like, 
I don't know. Am I crazy? I'm like talking to myself here in the office by myself asking, should I quit this job? And they're telling me, yes, you'll be supported. You'll be fine. Long story short, I ended up quitting and I was fine. I said, I'm just going to go freelance. I'm going to take my chance. I did end up also having to take some money out of my 401k, but I was the happiest I've ever been. And that was like a huge jump in my development during that time. So back to my situation today. And sorry if I jump around a little, but it's still just a whirlwind and I'm still trying to process it all. But prior to me quitting, so I send my letter asking for severance and people are scrambling and meetings are getting canceled because I see them on the calendar just disappearing. And then I'm like, all right, I need, I need, I want to get a reading like, and I'm looking at the people I know and I'm like looking at their offers and I'm like this one. Yeah, no, no. And I'm looking at like four different people. And then I found one and I read her descriptions of what she offers. And I was like, that's it. Now I was like, I just needed from this reading, I'm going to be okay, right? Like I knew this, but I just could use a little bit of validation and I'm willing to pay for it right now. So I ended up getting a reading from Brie Taran and I'm going to put her info in the show notes because it was awesome because she does like clarity readings. So I was like, what am I going to, like, what can I offer? What am I going to offer besides mediumship? Or how could this look for me? What different things can I do? Because I'm also a person who can't just do one thing. So I was just looking for that. I know I'll be okay, but I need a little more validation. I'm not going to tell you much. What do you got for me? And it was freaking amazing. However, before I go into the reading with Brie, and this is like a wild part, and I've already sent her the picture, but we get our lawn cut, and I just can't do it because it's huge, and we just moved into the house, and it's like 1.5 acres, and I just cannot literally do it. And the guy whips it out in like 20 minutes. So the guy came to cut the grass, and he... Actually, I'm sorry. It was Wednesday I got. My mind... It has been a week, people. I'll tell you. Wednesday and Thursday for me felt like a week in two days. So... I'm sorry, that was before I was going to leave. I didn't quite yet know I was going to leave when I got the reading from her. So I'm looking for more clarity. Well, who knew it was coming real quick, right? So I get, I go out to my door and I go to my front door a lot and just look outside because I have a very large, long front lawn. And he had just cut the grass, so everything's trimmed. And I look and I'm like, what is that? There's a white piece of paper in the middle of the lawn It's not run over by the lawnmower. It's just sitting there. So I'm like, what is this? So I walk out and I go pick it up and it's covered in dirt. And I look at it and I'm like, what? This thing is crazy. And I'm trying to read what it is. I figured it was just artwork from the girl next door that probably blew over into our yard. And I look at it and I'm trying to make sense of it. And first of all, the date says like May of 2024. And I'm like, what? And it's not written. Like, I'm not in the UK here. We don't write things backwards. It's like May 12th, 2024. And I'm like, uh, it's 2023, right? <laughs> Checking myself. And then I look at the charge nurse's name on it. And it's like Taryn, T-A-R-Y. It's either an M or an N. That is Bree's last name. She doesn't go by that. But like, that's her last name. She doesn't go by that in her business, I should say. And I was like, get out of here. And I only knew because I had met Bree like months ago and she was at the retreat and we had connected before. So I'm like, get out of here. What are the chances? That's not a common name. It's not like I just pulled up a Smith, you know? And I'm like, I'm taking this with me to this, to the reading and showing her because I can't believe this crap. Right. So I go up, we talk, we talk in the reading and I'm showing her and she's like, that is wild. And I'm like, I know. Right. 
And she's also talking about um, offers for me and like clarity. And I'm like, I know I don't, I just feel myself like moving out of this job. Little did I know it would be the next day because of what would happen during our call. Um, my, they actually got laid off like during the call and after. And I was like, wow. So some of the things she said to me were of great help. And one of the things I thought was funny, she talked about the kitchen and that being a place for me of like, almost like creation and like ideas come to me. And I said, that's so funny you say that. That's where I was washing dishes as I recorded my last podcast. And then so the next day, after I had decided that I was resigning or getting, you know, asking for severance, I woke up and I went to the kitchen and I hear songs a lot sometimes and how they come in is it's usually pertains to what I'm going through. I don't hear a lot of songs in my head, even if I've been listening to them, they just pop in randomly and it usually pertains to what's happening in my life. And so I go into the kitchen and I just hear the song Free by Florence and the Machine from her new album. And I'm like, I haven't listened to this in months like it's just so funny how it happens so then I actually put it on and I'm like well look at that who's going to be free in a few hours or the t- by the end of today anyway so I ended up quitting and leaving and things like that and I ended up getting sick from it or as part of it but I thought about like I don't know how does this help other people my crazy life <laughs> and I thought I mean quitting right away one is not for everyone like you have to look at a lot of things But the morning I quit, I also looked at my like support systems, which are like the Spirit School Collective. Like Danielle Serenk has this group, which I pay for monthly. It's a membership and people post all kinds of things in there. And it was so funny because the morning that I quit, some woman posted about how working in corporate is really hard for her to be in. Like like almost like her values just don't align and it's like it feels soul sucking it like takes so much from you and I just thought well you've got to be kidding me because I'm quitting today and I can't believe this is the first thing that I had just seen on my post when it was posted a week ago so it's almost run like Facebook so it like different posts will pop up but I was like a week ago, like I didn't even see this because of all the chaos that had been going on during work so after thinking about that and like how do you make these kinds of decisions? Like for me, it just got easier over time. The first toxic job I was in, God, I learned so much from. I will never do that again. And as soon as I saw this one coming and I knew it was there, I knew I was buying my time and that I could feel the job coming to a close. I could feel it ending. I did not know where I was going to begin next, but I could feel into it. It's funny because when I initially took that job, this job that I had just left, I literally said out loud multiple times, I'm only taking this for the money. It was for the money and the stability. That's why I took it. And I was lucky enough to get that great team from it. So I did get that positive experience from it. And then it was just time to move on. And it's funny because I'm even having a hard time today, like not working and being still. So I'm like, I'll record the podcast. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do errands. Like, I only know how to do things like sitting still for me is like kind of not fun. I like to do things. I like to get movement, but I have learned to sit still because I think we all need to learn to do that. And it's helpful sometimes, but I also get great joy out of 
moving and doing things and changing things up. And I had to realize too, because it's funny, when you leave a place that's toxic, you have to remember that you did nothing wrong, even though it feels like you did. And I'm like, wait, I didn't do anything wrong here. If anything, I did something good because I was like, absolutely not. This is, I'm not doing this. I'm going to stand up one for myself, two for other people and be like, this is wrong. And for me to take this leap of faith, which the whole time I was doing this and saying, I'm going to quit. I'm like, spirit, I need, you need to have my back here. Like, and I just kept getting from them. Like, you'll be supported. You'll be supported. You will be okay. Like, it's fine. And this time when I heard it, instead of like seven years ago, I truly trusted that. And I was like, all right, unroll your magic, you know, bring up the magic carpet. Cause I want to get on it. And it's funny because Saturday, so two days later after leaving, I ended up doing what you could call a one-to-one mentorship session with someone who was experiencing mediumship-like abilities. And it was my first time ever trying to like teach someone on the fly. And I thought about preparing and I just got from spirit. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just, just do your thing. Just talk to them and you'll know what they need. And so I did. And it was for me like an eye-opening, wild experience. Like I knew what to say, even though I had no idea what I was doing. And I was so grateful for that. And then to boot, like, so that ends, I check my email randomly and I get an email from the studio where I had done a psychic fair before saying, hey, we're looking to add an intuitive to our rotating schedule. Would you like some regular hours? And I thought, wow, like spirit wasn't joking. Like, really? You're just going to like throw this at me. Like, hello, like ask and you shall receive people. So I don't know. My life is wild. I'm still processing it. I hope you got something out of this. And it's just, it's just wild to me, all of this and how it keeps going. And I'm sure as the days go by, I'll make more connections and I'll come back to you with them. But I'll leave you with this one thing. And I got this today as I was um, sitting in the power and just writing. And I thought this was like a really cool, I love quotes. So I'm always like, give me some cool quotes. And I don't know if anyone said this or not, but like it's what I ended up writing. And the quote is, experience life from the perspective of possibility. And I was like, whoa, that's some stuff. So welcome to my crazy life and how things happen for me hard and fast and really quick. And uh, it's funny because I am the most impatient person. And for me, I guess it's never fast enough. So I hope you get something from this. I hope it's helpful. I'm still trying to figure it out in my head of what the next steps are, where it's going to go. But I also have this huge amount of faith that by me closing some doors, that these other doors are going to open and open gently, not smashing in my face. (laughs) And I think anyone can have that. And I just hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review or rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to share with friends. And if you're interested in getting a reading from me, you can book directly on jencostamedium.com. Have an awesome day. And thanks for taking the time to listen.